standard issue for all women. Oh hey, Mickey here. Welcome to this month's Gigcast, in which Hannah and I had a smashing time chatting with Daisy Haggard and Tiff Stevenson. We recorded this at King's Place in front of a live audience on the eve of the general election. Oh, heady days of hope. So there is a fair bit of politics chat, but I'm calling this, it is very entertaining. And we end up on an island with talking sharks. So there's that. There's also a whirlwind lesson in yoga for me and Hannah. A lot of sweating when it comes to thinking of things we like about ourselves. Some crying in the tax office, Googling big gardens, pass ag presents, full on aggie presents and a whole mess of crisps. Our next gig at King's Place is on February the 14th at the slightly later start time of 8pm. Some people know that date as Valentine's Day, but whether you're into hearts and flowers or not, laughter is good for the soul and the loins. I have no science to back that last bit up. It might just be me. Anyway, thanks to everyone at King's Place. Thanks to Emma Caution for all things tech and thanks to Tiff and Daisy. Now get this podcast in your face like a bag of your favourite crisps. Mmm. Welcome to the Standard Issue Podcast. Oh, shucks, guys. Thanks. I have a bag with me like a pensioner today, but for a reason, which will become clear later. It's not because I don't trust Ooh. anybody. That's still my stuff. I'm excited. We like to start with a bit of mystery. <laughs> Hannah, do you want to kick off the intros or shall I? No, I can. Oh, you can. It's up to you. <laughs> I mean, it is usually me first and I do weird out if things, anything change in my life at all. So let's keep it the same. Okay, go for it. Says the girl that goes to the same toilet in a pub and if there's someone in it, she just waits for them to come out again. <laughs> or just every time she goes, goes, there's no lock on that door. <laughs> um, how we introduce ourselves is our names, who we are and what we do and a fun fact about ourselves. So... Um, I'm Hannah Dunleavy, I am one quarter of the Standard Issue podcast team, and um, this week I saw a thing circulating on Twitter, which was explaining to men how to pick up women, you know, the sort of stuff, and it said if you saw a woman hoovering, you should, uh, you should say to her, hey, you're probably ovulating, because women <laughs> like being told, like men explain their own bodies, <laughs> and apparently according to this guru of, of man speak, um, uh, ovulation is really close to closely linked to hoovering so I can tell you all now I exclusively ovulate in the five minute period before people arrive at my house <laughs> wow um, Gary my fella he does all the ovulating in our house yeah. <laughs> good for him hi I'm Tiff Stevenson oh, what do I do uh, so I, I am what they call in America a multi-hyphenate um, here, she can't make her fucking mind up. Um, I am a comedian. I'm an actress, and I'm a writer. And I've directed some things as well. There you go. There's a few things. There's That's a few loads. hats. That's loads. It's too many. <laughs> some may say too many. Um, and what you want a fun fact? A fun about, fact about yourself. Oh, oh, a fun fact about me. Um, I, I feel it might be a bit gross. Um, <laughs> I have a pile like a hemorrhoid, singular. <laughs> Just one. <laughs> And I've called him Trevor. <laughs> that's a that's a true fact about me. I have to, I have to. So he's kind of like an ex-boyfriend. Like he goes away, I forget about him, and then he comes back, and it's painful all over again. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, I gave my pile a nickname. So that is a fun fact about that's me. A, that, that's apparently quite sensible because a friend of mine once had a worm in their foot. They'd been oh. travelling somewhere tropical. And the doctor said to them, give it a name. It will be, make you less grossed out by it. Right. So okay. maybe that helps. Yeah, mine wasn't a worm, though. So no. I, that is gross. <laughs> <laughs> this is just a bit of my body that got out of control. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, it's, it's nice, isn't it? Because you can go, Trevor's shrinking. Yeah, it's literally shrinking. And then, you know. Anyway, so that is a quite graphic thing to... I, I should have prepared something, but I don't like being prepared. I'm not I a like girl it. guide. I mean, I, hi, Trevor. Welcome, Trevor. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks. Token male on the podcast. Uh, <laughs> Going to have to get him removed. Thrown out. Why have you given him a man's name? Because he's close to being an arsehole yeah. I don't know hey. <laughs> it's good I worked with a guy uh, for a while who constantly had hemorrhoids I didn't even know you could get them singular and whenever we got a new intern he would send them to Boots for some anus ole 
Anne <laughs> Soleil. Anne Soleil, rather yeah. than Anusol. Well, Sounds like Anusol. a Or as they say in France, Anus Ol. I found that, yeah, that's how they say anus in France. Anus. You know how to say oh. it in every language. <laughs> <laughs> it's important. It's an important specific skill. <laughs> Daisy. My name is Daisy Haggard, and I am an actor, now a bit of a writer, and, um, yeah, and a bit of an, a producer, and I'd like to be a bit of a director, too, but I haven't done that yet. And a fun fact about me, I don't know. Um, oh, I, li- I literally can't, I can't exit a cab without falling out of it, like a black cab. <laughs> I once made someone park so I could practice, and I just can't leave. Because <laughs> I was like, what if I have to do it in, like... Someone fits on the other side of the road, and I just literally can't do it. What, so, so, do you get your foot? I don't know what it is. It's like I sort of just sort of do something really weird, and it doesn't work for me. So do I don't. Like, I think I, I think I. So I don't know. I actually want to. Maybe, will you? Maybe after we can have a session. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't know. It's really, It just doesn't work for me. Is it because you want your entire life to be a sitcom? Yes, it's because I want to be Miranda. <laughs> I, I feel the need to say uh, a bit of a writer is quite modest there, Daisy. Yeah. Oh, I've just started. Well, yeah, okay. No, I've written a show. Yeah. It? <laughs> <laughs> well, I've just started. So, you know, it's, well, I've been doing it for years, but it's the first time it's actually worked. <laughs> <laughs> worked very well. There's another series of it, right? Yes, I'm trying to do that at the moment, yeah. So this is procrastination. <laughs> yeah, this is another form of my procrastination. Perfect. <laughs> uh, I am Mickey Noonan. I am a quarter of the Standard Issue podcast team. And my fella has boxer shorts that along the waistband say, only the brave. And I can't tell whether that's for him or for me. <laughs> <laughs> what, what do we reckon? <laughs> it's, it's for him, isn't it, Hannah? <laughs> Hannah's like, it's for him. It's for him. <laughs> no, it must be for you because, I mean, oh, I suppose he can... Other people can actually see their pants, can't they? <laughs> they don't, don't have to look over the mountain. <laughs> is that, oh, is that what you call your tummy, the mountain? No, I was talking about my tits, but oh. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shucks. <laughs> Should we start with a question? Yes, please. Um, so, obviously, there's a general election tomorrow. I don't need to know who you're going to vote for, but what I would like to know is if you could pick anyone at the moment to be our Prime Minister, who would it be? Banksy. <laughs> That's good. Just the, the, his new mural that he did, you know, with the Santa sleigh and the homeless yeah. guy. I just feel like, you know, he's, talk, he's talking about the right things. And also I find, uh, how do I describe Boris Johnson? More irritating than the wrong size tampon. Yeah. <laughs> That's how yeah. I... And I know the men might not get this, but he provides a chafe that is constant... Uh, and borders on the existential. <laughs> so, and also pretended to be a milkman this morning. Of course he did, because that is the iconic role model for uh, absentee illegitimate father. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, hiding in a cupboard or a fridge, as it was, is, was a really. I mean, a he's a classy guy, yeah. right? Yeah. The direct opposite of Boris Johnson would be the person I would choose. Whoever, if they could just Who is we could that? Google that. Any of it. us? Yeah. Me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Good choice. Yeah. I'd vote for you. Thanks, Can babe. I vote for you? Loads of crisps. Yeah, yeah. Mick? Um, I was just thinking about milk and the Conservatives and how it was a really weird thing to, yeah. to be delivering milk. Yeah, yeah, we associate that with the Tory leader, don't we? Just, just, do you think he was just knocking on doors and taking milk out of their fridge? And that's how he got stuck. Yeah, yeah. We um, give with one hand, we snatch with the other. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I would vote for someone who is currently in Parliament. I, I think Jess Phillips would be a fucking great Prime Minister. Yeah, She'd agreed. totally get my vote. She talks about the right things. She seems to have a lot of good stuff going on. Hannah? <laughs> yeah, I mean, Jess Phillips would be great, I think. Um, also, last time we were in this room, sitting in that chair there was Stella Creasy. I think she'd do a great mm. job oh, as well. Oh, love Stella. Yeah, she's really terrific. <laughs> Um, At the moment, I'd vote for her, what, week old child? I don't think it's out yet. <laughs> Get my vote. Uh, yeah, I think it might be. But even so, yeah, week old is probably way more life experience than Boris Johnson's actually managed <laughs> to achieve, isn't it? Yeah. Um, probably more time on the campaign trail, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, so I think Stella Creasy, or, you know, for the sake of saying a man, I'm a big fan of Jonathan Ashworth, who's the uh, Shadow Hill Secretary. I think he'd do a good job. Elizabeth Warren? No, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, come back on the show at the end of next year. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll talk about American politics. Oh, oh. 
So, on that note, if Friday morning you wake up mm-hmm. and it isn't the result that you're wanting to see, whichever way you're voting, and, you know, I've I'm pretty much got, got that down, I've worked it out. If you could live anywhere, regardless of time, space or fantasy, where would you live and why? I'm going to start oh. with Tiff. Oh, OK. Um, well, firstly, if I don't get the result I want, I will ask if there is a... Uh, morning after election pill <laughs> that we can take um, just where would looks, I live just our look though someone has to be the stats don't they we'd be the 1% <laughs> it's not works yeah. you're stuck with them um, well they say no man is an island so ladies we should probably all go live on one yeah. Uh, no, I love men. Listen, I love men. I should say that. And there's men in the audience. Hi, I am big fan. Big fan of your work. Live with one. I allow one in my house. Like, uh, yeah, so I'm a big fan. But uh, I imagine just a lush tropical island filled with like decent human beings. Um, yeah, that would be a good start, wouldn't it? It'd be amazing. <laughs> yeah, just I don't a, even think a, I can imagine it anymore. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's like a uto- the idea of a utopia is everything is so dystopian. It's very hard to get to yeah um, mm. to to something fantastical, but something a bit like the what's the island in Wonder Woman called? Oh yes, I can't remember. Is it? It's, I feel like it's a, got a Greek name. Yeah. Like, does it have lots of mozzies? Thigh. Because if it has, I won't be able to. No, come. I hate mozzies too. Thigh. Oh god, I can't remember. I keep just saying thigh. <laughs> <laughs> Subconscious thing about no, thighs. No. Um, does someone know what it is? Someone put, might put their hand up. Does anyone know? No. But that island. No one knows where the no Wonder Woman island is. Anyway, that would be a good. I think it's hard to top that. I think an incredibly beautiful tropical island with amazing people and loads of animals that could talk. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yes. I'm going to throw that in. Yeah. Like dolphins we can that, ride. I will. <laughs> and good food and just decent human beings okay, looking so, after each other. So you found the animals that talk. Which animal are you talking to and what are you saying to it? I'm saying hi. Hi, Mr. Shark. <laughs> Let's, uh, how does it work for you? What's it like being a shark? Can I have a ride? That's what I'm saying. I think that'll end well. <laughs> I don't see that going well. Goodbye, me. Would you ask it if it's knackered? Because it can never stop swimming. Yeah, I'd be like, how does it feel? They, they can't shut their eyes, can they? The, oh, then, yeah. oh, maybe I've got that wrong. I'm really bad on my facts no, about the animals that I'm obsessed eyes. with. Yeah. Yeah. So they never sleep. Yeah. yeah. They never I, sleep. I don't know they what it's like. Mm. Yeah. Can't punch me in the face, though. Apparently, I mean, you wouldn't, obviously. You can punch them in the face. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what you're meant to do. That's like it? that's actually apparently a really good thing to do if you're being chased by. Poke a shark. them in the eyes. Punch it in the face. And punch them in the face. Although I'd imagine underwater, it's quite hard to get the sort of momentum <laughs> yeah. level that you need to like get through a punch. Yeah, punch it on the nose. Yeah, yeah, that is supposed to make them go away. That isn't is it? meant to be yeah. what you do. Yeah, uh, like play dead for a bear. Yeah, yeah. Punch a shark in the face. Don't get them confused. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ideally. <laughs> that six months I spent working in a sea life centre did not go to waste. Did You've you got to chat to yeah. a seahorse because the males give birth. Oh, yeah. They? Yeah. So that'd be, that'd be, a, that'd be, that'd be a great chat. be a good chat. conversation. Yeah. And an eel, maybe. Like, because you know, like, how far they uh, travel to mate. Like, they come down, they, don't they go through like, the Gulf Stream? I think. Really? Like yeah. salmon, but the other way around. Yeah, yeah, okay. they like they travel quite a long way. So by the time they actually get laid, they're just like old and horny, and then <laughs> like they're old and horny, and then that's when we eat them. I that's when we get them. We just get old, horny, like I think we're back to we the get mess Boris Eels. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, this is awful. Our <laughs> island's rubbish. Yeah. Uh, where are you going, Hannah? Um, well, I don't really like hot stuff, so um, I don't know. I mean, I would I would have picked up. West Coast, uh, an East Coast American city, to be honest. But I mean, I'm not very happy with the way things are there at the moment either. So, um, I, do you know what? I feel like I'd need to be somewhere near so that I could, you know, maybe come back if it didn't, if it got better. So I would say probably Edinburgh or, or Dublin. Or come with me to Finland. Oh, yeah. Where they just got their first female prime minister. Yes, she and is. all the yeah. leaders of every single party is a woman. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Well, most of the leaders of our parties are women, to be fair. What's the food like in Finland? Wet. Lovely. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. A, do they do like a lot of snus in uh, Finland? <laughs> I don't like know what they snus do in, is. Snus is another pile. Snus is what like they do in Norway. It's like chewing tobacco. Well, like snuff. They, yeah, they oh. put it there. So they all look like they've got like this weird like thing above their lip. 
and they like still do chewing tobacco. And I met this kid and he was like, yeah, I smell chewing tobacco. And then it had like tiny bits of glass in it so that it would cut your gums and go straight into the bloodstream, which is oh. hardcore. And I was like, how fucking bored are you in Norway? Like, what's going on? Well, it is dark, like, six months of the year. Or yeah, something, isn't I think it? Finland's a bit like that. I think climate-wise and uh, amount of daylight hours are very similar in Finland. And I, I think it's almost exclusively death metal as well. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. I still think come Friday morning <laughs> yeah. a solid option. Or we stay here and sort it out. Is this just, are we just going to get it done, Daisy? <laughs> Friday, we're going to get it done. We'll I mean, it surely it should just be like jury service now. Like, yeah. everyone just swaps in and has a go for a couple of weeks. Yeah. 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 <laughs> what would you put into place? What, you... with Brexit or just generally? In general. <laughs> I, I think there's a few people we need to cull, and I've got quite a long list. Um, anyone that pays in like five and ten Ps for <laughs> anything over ten pounds, gone, gone. They're <laughs> fucked off. Those stupid cereal <laughs> breakfast drinks. They need to go. Anyone that's offended by the word cunt needs to fuck off and grow up. Um, God, there's a, I have quite a long list. Crocs. I'm going to upset Crocs. some people now straight away. Croc wearers. Um, anything else? I've got quite, quite a big coal list, haven't I? Yeah, that's good. But I just, that's what I'd start doing. I'd start thinking about, you know... The really important anyone things. Who starts a sentence with, yeah. <laughs> anyone who starts a sentence with, I'm not being racist, but... Yeah, yeah just, they could go. You know... Just, like, you know, standard, common sense stuff. Yeah. yeah. Well, Friday, let's get to that. <laughs> you and me. Are you going to call me up on Friday? I'm going to give you a bell. Yeah. <laughs> I want to do a sponsored dance around London to try and raise money for all the people who are going to suffer. And then, uh, then we'll get rid of the crocs. It all sounds right. like more of a plan than any yeah, government yeah. <laughs> To be fair. Yeah. It really totally. does. Um, I would like to know what was the moment at which you had sort of your feminist, feminist light bulb moment when you thought, you know, oh, suddenly it all becomes very clear to me why I haven't been promoted or, you know, why people keep coming up to me and saying, for example, like they must do to you, Tiff. You're quite funny for a woman. <laughs> that whole thing about women aren't funny, I think when you do comedy or, or fact, or, you know, you're constantly people are like oh my god that's so amazing that you're funny like women aren't funny or and you just you, yeah it's so infuriating and so hideously untrue um but i think i always was a feminist it was just the realization that other people weren't <laughs> yeah yeah good point tiff um yeah that bizarre thing of like i don't find women funny but you were great and you're like yeah you must know some dicks then. Because I know loads of funny women. Like, I mean, do Jesus your friends Christ. make you laugh? Yeah. Do you, do you, my, my mum makes me laugh, like, intentionally and unintentionally. <laughs> yeah. She does make me laugh. I'm surrounded by funny women. Um, I, I do remember very specifically a point when I was, I think I was about 14, and I was listening to the radio in my bedroom, and it was Capital Radio that I used to listen to back then. Capital and Kiss FM, I think, on a loop. Right, uh, so Capital Radio was on, and an advert came. It was quite meta. An advert came on the radio for radio advertising, and within the advert, they said, um, "You should try radio advertising. It's cheaper than television advertising. So that means you have more money to spend on a faster car and a better-looking secretary." And it did it literally, <laughs> literally. And I heard that, and I. I was like, oh, like, they're just assuming. Like, and it just checked off a list mm. of like, things that a man might spend money on if he could save this money. And I was like, oh my God, that's so funny. They assume that only men buy advertising yeah. space and that men are in power and men are in control and that we're, oh. Yeah. <laughs> and, and that was a real moment of, go, of going, oh, oh, no, no, no. They just, either women aren't doing it or they don't think women are doing it. I think at that point I thought women aren't doing it because they're not aiming it. And so that was kind of my light bulb moment. And then, of course, just like, you know, stuff happens. It's like, um, I remember years ago, like it, there's a thing about sort of uh, when you feel confident and when vulnerability is, I think you, we all start in life wearing this kind of full suit of armour or at any given point and someone says something to you and it chips a little bit of it off. Mm -hmm. And when you're a woman, you can get into a phase where all of a sudden, all of it's chipped and you're like, oh, I'm naked just walking down the street. How did this happen? So there's, there'll be points in your life where you'll kind of feel like the misogyny is in fact overwhelming mm. and you can't believe it. 
And you think, I always thought it would stop as I got older. Like, and it, and it, it's got better in some areas, but it's, it's, it's just like the tip of the iceberg. There's so much, we're dealing with a lot of the stuff that's up here now, but there's still all this structural sexism that exists yeah. underneath. Yeah. And I think we're so focused on dealing with this and seeming like we're doing the right things that you don't actually get to tackle this big, hefty iceberg that's, so, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to be optimistic that things will get better and, incre- and are getting better. But also, you know, it's you, I think you have flashes at certain points in your yeah. life where you, you just become aware of your femaleness and how it's different for you. Yeah, I think that's exactly right. And that armor, it's such a good analogy because you can go through a week and six days out of the week, you're fine. You're, on, you're doing your thing. You're, you're fighting the fight. And one day of the week, you just feel like you're made entirely of nerve endings. And the yeah. littlest thing can make you just go, oh, we've got fucking nowhere, and just bang, back to square one. For the person that is, that is, that is doling out the sexism, they sometimes don't realise, and they think it's like a little bit of sparky fun between you and them, of them, like, you know, yeah. knocking on that, and you're going, no, you have no idea. There's too much of a history, isn't it? Yeah. It just Yeah, and it literally, I mean, it literally is that. I think people just don't, people say, I'm not sexist, while not realising what they're doing is... They're assuming, is, yeah. I mean, this, um, and, and bearing in mind what some women go to the police and report and get sent away, this story is virtually nothing. But a couple of years ago, one of my next-door neighbours' dogs got out and bit me, and it's a Rottweiler, it's a biggie. And it bit me, and it, it like mm. I had teeth mark in my arm, and it was bleeding. She and did. Everyone persuaded me that it would be good to go to the um, police about it because we live right next to a school, which annoyed me a bit because I was like, oh, okay, because we don't want a kid to be bitten. Not like I've just been bitten, but okay, we don't want a kid to be bitten. But she so just I, delivered that like she was really calm. That's not how she yeah. said it to me. And just to be fair, one of them was actually my dad, and I was like, your kid did get fucking bitten. <laughs> but anyway, I went to the police, and they were really nice to me, and they took a photograph, and they said they'd go and see him, and then I heard nothing back. And about a week later, I rang up and said what's going on with my neighbour and the dog that's still out loose in the street bearing in mind it bit me and he said yeah we, we went around to see them and, and the guy was really nice and he said that the dog's always really super friendly and it was super friendly to me so I think we should just like you know maybe you did something to aggravate it oh. and I was like you mean just like being in my front garden <laughs> like is that a thing now that aggravates my neighbor's dog and in the end I let it go because I didn't think I had it like I was too busy and too angry and I thought how far do I have to take this because eventually I have to live next door to this guy yeah. still wow. yeah. so you know how far am I going to take it but yeah and he didn't I know he wasn't thinking oh she's overtly thinking she's a hysterical woman but somewhere in the back of his yeah, mind was he was thinking yeah. oh she's a hysterical woman who bit herself, maybe? I don't know. <laughs> uh, you have stopped going out covered in peanut butter now. Yeah. To be fair. They do I mean, I was poking it in the arse with a stick. I mean, how am I supposed to... I once reported being sort of having a strange assault uh, in a in a sort of bar where me and my friend I think the owners thought we'd stolen something or thought we were different to who we were so they kind of pinned us up on the wall it was really horrible. So went home and we phoned the police. Um, a bit drunk but and I was like hello PC plot <laughs> to be fair I was quite you know silly uh, he proceeded to uh, phone get my he got my number and he phoned me like one night I checked my he phoned me like 25 times and basically I then had to withdraw the thing because I realized that he was he thought that you know he was gonna get some Trying to ask so that. that was another example Please. of like that thing. I go, I can't report. It was a very strange situation, and I then became a bit frightened and just dropped it all. But basically, my friend, basically, I had to pull back because I was like, this is really strange. Because now the policeman thinks that because I was a bit drunk and going, "Hello, police blood." <laughs> he thought he, you know, it he was, was in there. He thought he was in there. Good lord! And so that's another thing where you then go, "Oh, do you know what? Forget it." And that was this is like years ago. I was at drama school, but we relinquish. Oh. Uh, that wouldn't happen to a man. We relinquish space when men make us feel uncomfortable and I don't think uh, some men realise just how much we try to make everything okay all the time totally you know so whether that's when you're on your own late at night like I intervened with two girls who were on the tube who a guy was hassling them so I came and sat down next to them yeah Yeah. and then he got so aggressive when I intervened and I was like they're two girls they were like 19, 20 like travelling on their own at night and you won't leave them alone they don't want to talk to you they're being polite because they're frightened and he like absolutely flipped his lid 
But I do think, I think so often, I stopped going to the gym because the guy who was the personal trainer just kind of, and it wasn't in a way that was like overtly sexual, but every time I went in, he sort of hassled me. I'd be running with my earphones in mm. and then he'd come and talk to me and I'm like, I'm on the running machine. Now I've got to take my ear pods out and they'll be doing weights and then he'd come over and chat. And I was like, this isn't social for me, but also I feel quite vulnerable because I'm in gym clothes and I'm in a space mm. and I'm working out. And now, so in the end I just went, I'll leave the gym. Yeah. Rather than have the awkward thing of, like, I didn't want to go and report him because he wasn't horrible, but I was also like, I, you know. It's just that assumption that a woman will stop whatever she's doing to, to deal with it. And that emotional energy that women give up whenever we walk into a room. I was having a chat with my mate about this the other day. She said, I don't know why I'm so tired all the time. She's like, and she'd been doing a lot of performing and going out into, like, then to the events afterwards. And I said, whenever, like, any of us walk into a room, I think every woman I know, without even thinking about it, will go, who's in here? Where are the exits? Yeah. It's just emotional energy that is already expended before you then go, and I've got a smile, and I've got to look presentable, and I've not got to call anyone a cunt. And just, (laughs) it's really hard. It's really hard work. Although I will say, on the earphone things, when I sometimes go to my mum's house, and I'll do some work and I put earphones in. She doesn't fucking care either. She's like, <laughs> and I'm like, hello, yeah, I'm editing. And she's like, I just wondered if you're okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but that's your mum and there's no yeah. boundaries. That, yeah, that's not a stranger. Yeah, there's yeah. not a single my boundary would, with my mum. My mum would do exactly the same thing. In fact, it's like cat. tell me I was being rude. Yeah. It's like, right, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> like, it's so like catnip to her. Well, she's got earphones in. I've got to go over and find out what's happening. Yeah. Sometimes it's, I'm not playing anything. I just don't want her to talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> but that kind of giggling is safety. Like, these girls were kind of like, <laughs> like, and they're, they're enjoying it. And I was like, no, 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 they're just... Protecting we'll just themselves. Do, protecting so We'll just do whatever it takes to make us okay. We will yeah. entertain you because you are threatening. Yeah. Mm. And we're on our own. And so I think sometimes, you know, and that my plea on that on the Twitter thread, and I got a lot of crap. I got also that I made it up, which happens loads. And then the girls who <laughs> were on the train. There weren't any photos though, Tiff. Yeah. <laughs> well, the girls who were on the train tweeted me because also they recognised me. So that was like, they were like, we know, like, so they sort of started the conversation. Then I sat, you know, like, but it was, it was like, why do you think you need to, what's it got to do with you? And he was like that. And then, it, it just, yeah, it's just a thing of like, so my, me, my message from that was, if you're, if you're in doubt, in any way in doubt, if you see a woman, she's traveling on her own, or even two young women traveling on their own at night, that is not the time to approach them. Yeah. That is not the time to go over and go, I quite fancy you. I'm going to engage you in conversation. I'm going to do, and then, you know, another guy that was on the train ended up stepping in. But I was like, just think about that. Think about how vulnerable this person feels and go, it's not now. I could think she's the most beautiful girl in the world, but do you know what? It's, it's one o'clock. This is one o'clock in the morning on the Northern line and I'm drunk. So just let it go. Just go home. Be James Blunt. Write a song about it. Become yeah. A yeah, yeah. <laughs> Deal exactly. with it that way. Exactly. Yeah. And you know, you can't. And no one's saying you can't approach women. But you know, daytime in a space mm. is a completely different thing. You're in a coffee shop. You could ask someone. Someone's not going to feel frightened. They're not trying to get home on their own. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. You too, the way you were talking, it sounded like you got to feminism a lot earlier than I did. Like, Daisy, you were saying that it was almost always in there and you just noticed that other people weren't. Yeah, I think, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm trying to think how that, how that happened. Oh. <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, I, I always just was like, well, I just sort of assumed I could do stuff and then suddenly realised that other people, yeah thought that maybe so oh well i mean what do you think <laughs> don't, be, don't be ridiculous yeah i think i was <laughs> and then it was just older. like oh you really yeah yeah i was quite a lot older but once that alarm's gone off it's like blaring it's really hard yeah. to turn it off and my brother went to me went you never stopped you and i was like no because we can't and uh he, he left the room <laughs> he's, he's not a massive feminist. I'm from a big family that of girls. I realised that was feminism, by the way, when I was Yeah, 14, no, I, I don't just, think I did either. I just noticed that it was different. Well, yeah. it was, to be honest, when I was growing up, it was actually quite a dirty word. Yeah. There was, like, the I, kickback from, like, the, the 1970s feminism. Totally. In the 80s, I remember there being people word. being like, I'm not a feminist. And then at one yeah. point we, like, looked it up and then everyone went really quiet. And they were like, well, I mean, obviously, we're yeah. feminists. Because <laughs> <laughs> look at what it means. Yeah. <laughs> Who wouldn't be? <laughs> like, that's just crazy. Yeah. 
when you look up the definition. Absolutely, but yeah, I <laughs> yeah. mean, it was like very much the image of men hating while yeah. bra burning. Yeah. We hate men, we hate bras. I fucking love bras, mate. You love a bra. Yeah. 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 My life would not be worth living without them. <laughs> Keep your mountains high. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Ain't no mountain high enough. So I would like to know, on a on a kind of like bigging ourselves up, what is the thing about yourself that you like the best? And I'm going to start with Daisy because she looks terrified. <laughs> oh, I like that. I laugh at most things. I suppose. Thanks. Um, <laughs> um, and. I like that I care about people. Was that really cheesy? No, that's lovely. <laughs> no, I, I like, like, I like that that's people. naturally... I suppose sometimes it's a bit annoying, but then I go, oh, it's all right, it's better than not. <laughs> Is that OK? <laughs> I like your self-confidence. quite self a hard question. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not very good at um, saying things I like about myself. Even, not, not, you know, I, I find that hard. I go all sort of like, oh, well... Blah, 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 blah. Well, you are the fatal combination there of woman and English. So yeah. that is like, Sorry. it is yeah. a hard thing to do to think, no, this is entirely against my breeding. I can't. I had an American interview recently and they, they really want to know all the things you think are great about yourself. And I was just like, ooh, <laughs> I like crisps. <laughs> but I can tell you everything I'm shit at. Like, I just was like, oh, I really yeah. struggled with it. But it doesn't mean I'm not confident. I just get a bit shy about that. <laughs> Definitely. Tiff? Oh, it's such a horrible question. Yeah, it's quite hard, isn't it? I don't know what to, um, like, yeah. Is, oh. why, do, why do you think it's a horrible question? I think, I think it's much nicer for someone else to point out your good yeah. qualities <laughs> than you yourself, so that you don't... But I, I sort of I get it. I think you can I, answer I, this question beautifully. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, um, I had a little moment in... Um, this, this is going to sound so tragic. I was doing a restorative yoga <laughs> class. <laughs> oh, guys. Um, and I was on the floor in, like, my shavasana... And this I don't know what any of these words mean. It means, it means corpse pose. Right. So you're literally just, it's your relaxation pose. Can you do it pose. in those boots? Uh, it was lying on the floor. Oh, okay. It's literally just lying on the floor. Oh, okay. As was, yeah, lying on the oh, floor. Oh, I do that like a lot. Yeah. <laughs> You'd be amazing at yoga. Um, so, um, and uh, I was like, it was, quite, it was quite an emotional class because there was doing a lot of hip work and it could be quite it's very um, vulnerable like it's, it's, it was really anyway I was doing this work and in the middle of it like I started crying because I realised I'd never told myself I was proud of myself really? yeah oh. that was a, it was like a real it makes me really upset again now oh. Oh, you know because I think of me in my 20s or in my yeah. you know and so that was that so that I find it really hard I find it really hard to do that I think I think I would say that I what I do like about myself is that I I think if I go for something I think there can be a laser focus and when I when I get that I, I feel like I'm unstoppable that's a quality I think if I if I see something and that could be a career goal or an injustice or something that I want to talk about that I want to shine a light on or if it's just something that if I if I see it I can it can be like a laser and I can go don't tell me I can't because I absolutely can so I, I think I have this weird combination of absolute like uh insecurity slash arrogance mm. which is sort of where all stand-up lives really uh, <laughs> between those two sort of things but yeah i you know it's it's just hard it's making me sweat to try and do that right you are so, proud of yourself though right I am proud of myself. Good. Yeah, yeah, I am proud of myself. Um, just took me a long time to sort of get to that place. And also, you know, to try and, you know, like to, to be honest with yourself of when you're striving for something for the greater good and for all women and for feminism and for when you want something for yourself. And sometimes I think when you want something for yourself, you can feel guilty, almost like you're letting the side down and, you know, and so just, just trying to do that a bit. But I am, I do think... I, I, do you know what else? I think I'm brave. I think I'm brave. I went to, you know, I'm 42 years old and I went to Hollywood at 40 and went, I'm going to get a manager yeah, out great. here and mm. I'm going to do that and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go bigger. I'm going to dream bigger than just what's here. So I think, so I think I'm, I'm brave and I, and, I, and I think that I can be tenacious. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So, and, and you're right because you've, you are saying stuff that's, positive but yes it is this lack of 
weird. I think I think I exist there in this lack of like lack of confidence, but all front. So it, yeah. it, so it confuses other people because other people will think, oh, you're a really confident person, and you're like, you shit me. Yeah. <laughs> but at the same time. My complete lack of fear of doing anything means that I will do anything, but I'm not confident I'll do it well. But, but I'll give it a go. I mean, I'd try that yoga thing, but that sounds quite easy, really. Just <laughs> lying on the ground. That's oh, the yeah. best one. How I did think... you remember that time you learned to lie down? Yeah, that was amazing. <laughs> I was going to say that I, I think, because I never did well at school or anything, so I sort of weirdly think that became my superpower because <laughs> I didn't expect to win anything or do well. So therefore, when I fell over, I just would always just get up and be like, all right, out of a cab. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I, and I have a brother who's amazing and super, super clever and, and was amazing at school. And I sort of sometimes think, he looks at me and goes, oh, you stupid cow. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I might not have done as well, but, I, but I'm always like, oh, well, keep going, you yeah. know? And I sometimes think that, that yeah, that, not, that failing endlessly <laughs> has made me personally stronger. So I've always seen you as like brilliant and self-possessed. So we, we, like, really, like, you know, oh, like, really? no. together. We did, a, we did a radio play together, yeah. like, a few years back. So that was the first time I met Daisy. But I was like, sort of, she's very, <laughs> she's very together and self-possessed. And I was like, oh. It's because she knows she'll probably make a mistake in two minutes and doesn't really matter. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so I, none that of that so ever come, like, yeah. it's funny how we see ourselves, too. Mm. Yeah, I know, it's true. What about you, Mick? I think it was really interesting what Tiff was saying about guilt and I tend to feel guilty about everything all of the time and that goes from guilt to thinking that I'm this awful, awful person who's not doing well enough, which is incredibly narcissistic, like the world is not about me. So I think what I'm liking about myself more these days is I'm cutting myself a bit of slack. Good. And even doing that is like, oh wow, that's quite the achievement to be kinder to myself and sort of treat myself as a friend and sure I'm the friend I'd picked last in a sports team but you know <laughs> I'm still getting the team eventually and so yeah I think I'm learning to be kinder to myself yeah you I mean I, I had sort of nailed it with other people and it is just maybe turning that inwards yeah, a little yeah, bit yeah. we thought it'd be really interesting to ask blokes when we had them on the international men's day a couple of years back we thought blokes would be like, oh, yeah, I like this, this and this. I've got, like, great pecs and a big cock and a great smile <laughs> and I'm well cleverer than you. Um, to be fair, one of the people we picked, picked was David Mitchell. Yeah, so so it, the chances <laughs> of him saying any of that stuff was virtually zero. No, he just, he, 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 he sweated more than you Yeah, he, he nearly passed out at the thought <laughs> of having to say something positive about himself. Which was, you know, kind of reassuring, really. Yeah. Yeah. I like that Daisy was saying she was struck by it in America because it is, it's just a, it's just a <gasps> huge cultural difference. Yeah. And you can't be self-deprecate. Because they just, they I'm think to learn. They take your it on face shit. value. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you go, and they go, how was the gig? And someone will go, someone like, oh, it was incredible. She did it. I was like, yeah, it was all right. But I fucked that bit up. It was a bit yeah. shit. And they were like, oh my God, it was a shit gig. And you're like, no, I'm just not being an arsehole right now. Like, yeah. like but as I'm, you said, it's like when other people say nice things about you, you're like, oh, that's, I could take that. But when you have to do it, you're like, ooh. No, when other people say nice things about me, I also nearly have no, them. No, actually, so do I. I, I can go, be quite oh, shut rude. Up. It costs like two yeah. p in a shop. Yeah, Stop looking up, at me. Leave me alone. <laughs> well, you have how American comics talk about sometimes. Not all of them, but there are like you know, a few that you'll hear that were like, I crushed, I destroyed, and I just don't. British comics just don't. But actually, bar one very notable, uh, <laughs> I'm not going to reveal. It, <laughs> but it's a guy, and would const he would constantly talk about like taking the roof off gigs. But like, wow. Um, but but pretty much most of us here, like you just you know you need to put a little neg in, cause you, especially if you're around other comics, and they were like, that was fucking great, mate. You know you've got to go, yeah, shit. You know, like you've got to kind of, yeah. Because no one likes arrogance. It's a no. fine. No one life. likes a big head. No. Yeah, and I know exactly. we're supposed to be super confident as women, but I think yeah, overconfidence is a real... Because well, if I, it alienates someone else, that's, that's a whole other thing, isn't it? If it makes someone else not feel good, then, then you you're not doing a good thing. I think the hardest thing for, for British people, uh, so not just women, just for British people, is like, I've got to put my CV together. Oh, God. <laughs> Like that paragraph where you've got to go, yeah, and these are my best qualities. Oh, Just God. Like, seriously. Do you need to do that on a CV? Yeah. <laughs> have you ever applied for a job? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't applied for a job for about 15 years. So, no. 
Um, our people have given me jobs. Jen, when are we going to tell her she doesn't actually work uh, for us? <laughs> just keep turning up. <laughs> what is it that you beat yourself up about that you think you could do better? You know, ovulate more regularly, <laughs> for example. I'm unorganised, and it's, oh. a, it's really, really becoming problematic. Mm. <laughs> like, in the last couple of days, just got, I've had, like, a lot on, and the house is... I clutter. I'm a big clutterer. And it's just like... And trying to get my thoughts clear when I've got so much mess around me and I'm hanging on to bits of tat and bits of shit that are just there. And then I'm like, well, I'll put that on eBay. And I was just let it go, mate. Like, <laughs> I, got, I, lit, I got four bags out to the charity shop, but there's still just, like, stuff in every... It looks like I've exploded in every room of my house. <laughs> and, uh, and then my sort of poor fiancé has to go, fuck's sake, what's this? No, you know, like... And I... But I can't... Sometimes I'm, <clears throat> you know, so I'm trying, I've been <laughs> trying to get some kind of rhythm and pattern and focus. And I think it's a lot of the time if you're self-employed, then you have kids and you, know, you have to be organised, right? <laughs> I've lost every school letter since yes, she went okay, to school. Good, and I'm just like that. Oh my God, poor child. But I just, yeah, I just feel, oh, I'm a stepmom, you know, I should be more organised, but I'm not, I'm just not. I am. It's bad. And that is something I really need to... And I, I can be a bit of a head-in-the-sand person if, uh, if there's something that I don't want to deal with, like a bill or a issue with my mum. Oh, it all sounds yeah. terribly familiar. I'm the person that ended up referred to the mental health unit of the tax office because, <laughs> because I had got myself in such a state filling my paperwork in. Oh, I hate That paperwork. they actually sent someone to help me because they thought I was mad. Right. I'm not joking. A woman wow. came and filled it in for me and held my hand because I was just like, I don't know where all my stuff is. Because, yeah, my life is absolute chaos. Mm. Everyone just is, is the weekly when we meet up in the studio the weekly trauma of Hannah standing in front of us like a woman on the edge a woman that we really really yeah. care yeah. about on the edge about to lose a shit because she has lost her phone and either me or Jen looking at the other and just going is it in your pocket <laughs> it's in my pocket <laughs> I, what I will say is the other day I lost my bank card and um Mick happened to ring Jen at the time and Jen was like, yeah, we're just uh, looking for Hannah's bank card. <laughs> and she said it in a way that she was absolutely convinced it was in my pocket. And, uh, and then it turned out it wasn't. And then we had to go back to where we'd been and someone there had picked it up. And I was like, in your faces. So happy. It was <laughs> fucking <laughs> lost. I knew it was lost. Delighted to have lost, <laughs> to have lost her bank card. Yeah. Rather than it turned out it was just in a pocket here I didn't even know existed. <laughs> 900 Daisy? times out of 901, though, mate. Where are things? In my back pocket. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I, I have to say I share these qualities. <laughs> I lose everything. I mean, literally to the point where now everyone just goes... I have to say, don't engage, don't engage in my house. I've lost my phone, I've lost my phone, I don't engage, don't engage. And then I'm like, now engage, now engage. That's basically a sort of common thing. Yeah. Total disorganisation. I mean, I suddenly wake up and think, somebody, like, my godfather gave me his will. Oh, shit. <laughs> he gave me his will, didn't he? Where do, I, don't, I don't know, I, don't, I literally don't know where I put his will. Um, things like that. Is that true? He trusted me. Yeah, actually, but I, I, I hope... I hope you won't listen to this. <laughs> Don't tell my godfather that I've lost his will. Um, it's in Hannah's pocket. And every time I leave my kids' school, I kind of get handed. Now it's got to the point, it's so embarrassing, where the teacher goes, Daisy. And I'm like, yes. And she's like, two letters. And I'm like, like that really sort of intense face. And then I, by the time I've got home, I'm like, oh, shit. I have no idea what those letters said. I have no idea where they are. I don't know where I put them. And then I have to text everyone else and find out. So, yeah, just total disorganisation and then probably giving myself a hard time and procrastinating. Massive procrastination. Ooh. I mean, like, the most epic, colossal procrastinator when I've got work to do. I um, once tidied my entire house in my gym kit to put off going to the gym. So I, got oh, I used to sit... And I was like, I'll go, I'll go. And I literally... I was like, oh, oh that's yeah. a way to tidy the house. I used to sit on my sofa in a swimming costume smoking fags. <laughs> And then I would be like, I've had 10 fags, so I probably won't be able to swim now. And then I would get out of my swimming costume, genuinely, like three times a week. That's I, what I did. I, I had a week off work um, two weeks ago to do some writing, and instead I tiled my bathroom floor. 
Yeah, yeah. Did yeah. you? That's good like, though, you did something. Right, what can I, what possibly seems like an emergency? Oh no, I've kind of torn the bit of that car. Oh no, it's all up now. I'm going to have to retire. But you and achieved something. Displacement yeah. activity. Oh, I googled big gardens in my area, looked at the satellite images of the sizes of gardens. <laughs> and then I was like, I've got to hand in episode two tomorrow. And I've literally, I was like texting, my, and my husband was like, what are you, uh, I thought you had a deadline. I was like, Dolby Road have got really big gardens. And he's like, what the fuck does that matter to us? Sounds like, I mean, uh, genuinely. like one of those sexy uh, women adverts yeah. looking for big gardens in your area. <laughs> Just like spying on people's houses. We basically. are all imagining Daisy doing this in a swimming costume. Yeah. As well. I, I've given up that. <laughs> You've given up pretending the to The exercise thing, yeah. yeah. The yeah. exercise thing is like classic. I would I quite often get things. up for a run and at 4pm still be in mind. Like, yeah, 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 that's, yeah. Oh, Because you feel like you go, well, if I get in, the, it's definitely going to happen. And then you just find ways to. But then, as I go in, I manage to make it like fifteen minutes. Yeah, I manage to go. That's really good. I just did. I did ten minutes, five minutes, two minutes, and then I'm like, "That's amazing." And then I'll leave. I'll manage to do that to myself. I I got a little plan that helps a little bit. Is that I bought a sports bra that's a size too small, and so it starts to hurt, and that makes me like go for a run so I can take it off. And uh, the relief is, and also getting it off. That's quite like a workout as well. If you're wrestling yourself out of a sports bra, basically you're saying torture. You need to do torture (laughs) to get to go running. Yeah, Yeah. that's all right, isn't it? Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, yeah. What are you looking at me for? I've never been running since I was about seven and a half. I've seen you run for a bus. It was one of my favourite days ever. <laughs> <laughs> I did chase a mugger once. True story. You oh, did that's good. Yeah, yeah. I, which you can hear on the uh, Drunk Women Solving Crime podcast because we probably haven't got time to do it here. But yeah, what like a reenaction? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, uh, as it's nearly Christmas, as we're recording this, I would like to know, and there's, there's options here, so pick whichever one you want to answer. The best slash worst present you have ever given slash received. And I'm going to start with you, Tiff. Uh, The worst present I've ever received is an ex-boyfriend's mum bought me a minimizer bra for Christmas. Wow. So you can hear the women responding again. The men don't really understand what this is about. All you hear is the word minimizer and, and breasts, and you're like, does that sound like it makes them smaller? Yes. That, it was basically going to strap them down, you whore. <laughs> like, that's, I can't think of how else could you take that apart from like, where do you they need go, to make those look smaller? Where do they go? They, it's like spanks. They, they should just call them fat redistribution pants. Do they go, just go somewhere like here? Yeah, just yeah. <laughs> like the neck. round your back. Like I've got a 34B round there as well. <laughs> yeah, basically. Back tits. Um, <laughs> That's amazing. So she, yeah, she bought me that. She was always quite like it was like really. I don't even know if it was passive aggressive. I feel it was just aggressive. Yeah, aggressive, that sounds to be aggressive. Honest. Yeah. Um, she was jealous. Yeah, and and my sister once bought me three years in a row tweezers. <laughs> and I was like, "What are you trying to tell me?" Like, and the third set had a light on them, and I was like, "All right, mate." <laughs> All right. What are you trying to say? I don't even think she was thinking about it, to be honest. Like, I've, I've like, you know, I think she just went, yeah, that'll do. Like, and and so, but, but three years in a row, I was like, tweezers, three years in a row. <laughs> tweezers with the light on, I've got to say, at like, at 42, I'm like, they are a yeah, good idea. Yeah, that's they existed. <laughs> I just recently bought, a, like, a tiny magnifying mirror that I've stuck to my bathroom mirror and it's like watching a horror movie every time I get washed. Just, oh. But it's also, I can't stop watching. I can't stop watching. I just have a lot of, like, red marks all over my face now where I've gone, oh, is that a thing? Red light. I love tweezers. You love tweezers? I just walk around with tweezers all the time. <laughs> I find them behind the sofa in funny corners. I lose ours and then the other half yeah. is like, I've ordered five more pairs off yeah. the internet. <laughs> Cannot lose any. Okay, Maybe your sister's being really going? thoughtful. She's like, Tiff loses tweezers. No. Oh, no. Yeah. Like, that's like... Maybe a that's minu- why you that's, lose tweezers. <laughs> it's the relationship... <laughs> that's kind of relationship minutia that she wouldn't know. It's just... It's a, it's a kind of axe that is ground between me and my fiance she wouldn't know she wouldn't know about it i think it was just like something vaguely beautifying yeah you know like they weren't like just wrapped in a piece of paper on their own they would be like in a presentation box but it was three lots of tweezers (laughs) 
Daisy, why do you love tweezers so much? I just really like them. Okay. I just like holding them and then just sort of going. <laughs> it's really attractive. It's one of my most attractive qualities. Um, but present, uh, it wasn't Christmas, but it was my 40th and I was really, really... I just had a, my second child and I don't think I'd slept for four months and um, was like really really down and a bit like oh and my husband just to be fed him had done lots of amazing things but there was nothing to unwrap uh, but, they, but then they bought up this like thing it was all wrapped it was like in a big envelope and, and I was like oh that's so lovely and I opened it and um, and Joe was like oh I don't know who it's from and I opened it and it was all of my accounts <laughs> for the year before that my accountant had <laughs> sent back <laughs> I was like oh there is something oh, I don't know it was just like my last year's accountant he then did something lovely but that was quite a dark moment <laughs> also my tax bill was due and I couldn't afford it so it was just one of those moments where you were like oh that's oh, the worst bill. present I ever got oh, no, I know. so it we wasn't even a present yeah, yeah exactly away. sorry yeah <laughs> it was my birthday the other day and uh, there was some like stuff came through like the mail, obviously. I was like, oh, birthday cards. And I was like, oh, look at this. It's like a little parcel. And I opened it and it was an um, Amazon Fire Stick. And I was like, oh, that's quite good. I wonder who's bought me that. And I had a look and it was for my next door neighbour. And it had just been <laughs> delivered to me by mistake. And I was like, oh, fuck, I've got to go over. I've got this thing for you. And he was like, oh, great. I wonder where that was. Same, so, is it the dog neighbour? I'd have fucking kept it, mate. No, it wasn't the dog neighbour. <laughs> no, although all my neighbours know I work at home. I'm almost moaning about this. All my neighbours know I work at home. So all of them oh, you're the have Amazon. all their shit yeah. delivered to my house. Same. Yeah, and it's really annoying because I'm constantly having to go downstairs and open the door and go, yeah, all right, I'll take it. What is it? And then take some. The other day someone tried to deliver some ladders to my house and I refused. I was like, I'm not taking them. Where the fuck are we supposed to put ladders? Yeah, you're not great at going up and down those stairs, eh? No. No. <laughs> no. Do you want to do that question? I would like to know what your proudest moment to date is. Because we're going to make you big yourselves up Gosh. again. Daisy? Oh, yeah, I'm looking at you. Um, Somebody say something. I know, I, uh, I'd say that like, professional proud moment would be when um, Back to Life was on telly and then it suddenly appeared that people didn't hate it. <laughs> I did go, I'd allowed myself to exhale slowly um, and go, oh, fucking hell, that was really hard. <laughs> and I did it. So that was a um, professional proud moment. And then when my two-year-old said, pull my finger, and I pulled it and she farted. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> I was like, we have brought these kids up amazingly. <laughs> like, in fact, she was one, but she went, pull on my finger, and I pulled it. She could barely speak, but she managed to say, pull my finger. So they would be my two proud moments. Yeah. <laughs> Try and beat that, Tiff. <laughs> I don't think I can. Um, I think, like, getting out to America and doing all of that, and... Um, I just sold a film script out there and I, you know. Ooh. Yeah, Ooh. but you know, whether it will get made is a whole other thing. So this but is enjoy the, problem, the moment and yeah, then deal with it. The, the problem is with all enjoy of these the things is there's that and then there's like what will happen next and yeah, I don't know. I mean, like I, what I'm trying to do more recently, I guess, is, is, is try and um, sit down and write the stuff I've achieved throughout a year because I sometimes forget. It's very easy if you do anything creative for a living, I guess, to... Um, get a phone call from your agent or whatever they don't want you for this thing and you're like I'm a bottle of I'm at the bottom of a well I'm dead and no one wants me everyone hates me and then like two days later they, they want you for this oh, I'm the best the best <laughs> thing that ever happened yeah like, totally like, and I'm a stepmom as well I'm pretty proud of that like my stepson is great um, and sort of when he was around like six seven I used to leave and he used to go love you best comedian in the world Aww. so he realised the importance of flattery and <laughs> So, yeah, so I'm proud of him. and um, I was going to say, I think it's a really good idea from the point of view of saying a year as well, because the way things are at the moment, the number of times that people are saying, you know, in March when, and you're like, holy shit, was that only March? <laughs> because there's, like, so much coming at you all the time. It's so relentless. You kind of lose track of, of what time is and where time is. And you're like, 
the number of things that I've said, oh, that was ages ago, and people have pointed out to me that it was only like this summer. Yeah, totally. <laughs> By earliest day, you, went, you know that conversation we had when when was when was, I was like Monday? Uh, and she's yeah. like, oh yeah, Monday. Who knows? Oh, I know. There we go. Now I'm thinking. Now I'm gonna, I wrote a piece for the Guardian uh, in the run up to repeal the eighth. That was like uh, a very kind of genuine uh, piece about my experience with abortion when I was 17, and that kind of got such a huge response. So mm-hmm. I'm kind of proud of that and writing that. And also, I'm touring this show in the States. So, like, I should not not acknowledge that because yeah, I said to you I was huge. doing the show in New York. Yeah. And you guys were like, oh, my God. That's I was amazing. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah, that's pretty. Yeah. But it's, they're little, you know, they're little, it's, it's hard to say what's the proudest, like, I think. Maybe, yeah, totally. maybe be proud of how many times you've had to be proud of yourself. Yeah. <laughs> That's an achievement. I'm sweating again. It's really <laughs> horrible. I don't, I'm not enjoying okay, it. Okay. You were saying, though, about your, um, your stepson. Uh, recently, my, um, my nephew and my mum came to my house and my nephew, who is 13, um, and I spend a lot of time with, my mum said, uh, anyway, we got on the bus and there was a lady driver and my, bro- my nephew said, you don't need to mention that. Hey. And I was like, oh, there you go. Some, some <laughs> level of success there. You don't need to mention that she was a woman. It's not relevant to the story. Oh, yeah. bless okay. Ethan. He's making my mum a feminist, which is That's weird. That's amazing. Yeah. Anyway, I've bag got, of joy. I've got, I've got one more question and apologies, Tiff. It is just to Daisy. Daisy, yeah. do you like crisps? No. <laughs> yeah, well, we, had, love we, we had uh, Chris Addison on the podcast recently. Did you? And we told him that you were coming, and he <laughs> said, imagine uh, as many crisps as you can. And he said, and however many you're imagining, that's not enough. He was like, treble it. That's how many crisps Daisy eats in a day. It's true. And he didn't realise I love it. crisps. That's why I should go to the gym for a bit longer. <laughs> um, he, wow. he threw down a gauntlet, because I am... 80% crisps. Are you? So we've decided, because everyone loves hearing the Chris. sound of people eating, right? Yeah, ASMR? great audio. Everyone loves it. ASMR? Have, yeah, ASMR. We're going to have a crisp off who oh, can shit. eat them the fastest. Okay. So. I nearly, I nearly bought... Oh, oh, she's in them. She's in them. I did nearly buy kettle chips, but it worried me that that was actually a health and safety matter, trying to eat them quickly. Okay. Do I need to do it like in the style of Newport Pagnell's crisp eating competition? Do I need... Look at her. She's licking. She's making them softer with her tongue. Ready, set, go. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, my God. <laughs> you see, you're glad I didn't buy the kettle chips now, aren't you? You wouldn't have a roof of your mouth left. <laughs> oh my god! Okay, have we? Have, okay, well, while they're finishing, and um, we will fill you in on Twitter, who was the Avenger Victor? Uh, thank you all for being here. <laughs> Tiff, have you got anything you want to plug? Any shows that people can come along to? Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Mm, That was delicious. What a great idea that was. Hang on, does Daisy lose if she spits what's left of them in a mouth? I, I believe I've so. Lost. But I've given lost. that there's no prize, I mean, other than you win, I cheated. the respect of I your peers. No, look at me. By that, I mean losing the respect of your peers. <laughs> <laughs> Tiff, plug wise, yeah. um, follow me on Twitter and Instagram, and that, and I've got a mailing list on my website, so that'll have all my live bits and pieces. And you can watch those. Um, those clips that I made uh, with Gemma Artiston and various other people, they're right. up on YouTube. Excellent. Daisy, when can we expect a <laughs> series two from you? Um, uh, well, I'm, uh, I don't know when it's going to be, but I'm writing it now. Great. And um, then a show that I've just been um, in, Breeders um, for Sky. Oh, that's the Chris Addison thing. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, for FX and for Sky, I think is coming out early next year. So, um, Great. I've really cut my mouth on <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. When can we expect about the, the series about um, your neighbourhood's biggest gardens? <laughs> I know. Oh, they've got a nice big garden. <laughs> Just me doing that. 
and that's probably going to be ready sooner than series two. (laughs) (laughs) Mick, have you got anything you want to plug? We haven't got any live shows booked for a while, have we? Uh, We don't have any live shows in London until February the 14th. So if you're someone who dislikes all the romantic claptrap of Valentine's Day, come and see us possibly covered in crisps again we don't know <laughs> on stage at King's Place we've, we've got one in- a yard of ale sure <laughs> okay that was okay. like a slightly dead reaction there from the room <laughs> I'm still eating crisps <laughs> no, it's sore, isn't it? oh I'm so sorry it seemed like such <laughs> a good idea ruined my faith. you've gone cheese and onion I reckon you'd have had yeah. an easier rise I'd have been sick though. that's your fault that's sorry <laughs> um but other than that, like live live shows nonwithstanding, please follow us at Standard Issue UK on Twitter and come to our website, standardissuepodcast.com, where you'll find out all of the things that we're doing. We're talking to some amazing women every week. Uh, give us a listen. Hannah, anything else? Did I forget anything? I'm sorry, I've got no, Christmas fever. So. <laughs> I don't think so, other than to say thank you very much for coming and thank you to our guests, Tiffany Stevenson and Daisy Haggard. Standard issue for all women.